episode 170 of book wars pod um i'm miranda i'm here with everybody almost not everybody but it's it's ash kate and chris and we're fucking doing uh the rising storm by kevin scott it's a high republic book chapters 29 to 49 and oh, yeah. everyone this Got is all the info did I did it. it. I did it. I love that you were like, fuck introductions. These people are here. Uh, <laughs> Listen, you. it's always a crapshoot when y'all make me <laughs> bring us in. You, you got it. You did it. You nailed I was going to say, um, on, the, on the scale of, you know, what's happened in the past, that was pretty good. This is not my worst one. I'm pretty proud of us. Yeah, um, that's good. I, I already said the fucking book we're reading, and now it, we can yeah. move into everyone's favorite, what is everybody drinking? Did we say what chapters we read? She did. Say I, what I did we actually read. say that. If you were paying uh, attention, I know yeah, you don't Chris. listen when women are speaking, but <laughs> yeah. God damn it! All right, I'm yelling. I already started yelling at Chris. I'll tell you what I'm drinking. Um, I have. I'm at the point where I'm too lazy to like go outside and buy more alcohol, so I'm just drinking the dregs of whatever random fucking shit people left in our house during our housewarming a few weeks it's ago. It's also so damn mood. Oh my god! Yeah. The... <laughs> heat wave in the southwest is hitting us pretty hard i i know ash is laughing because he's in texas so he's probably having it even worse than we are but like it's, it's like 80 percent humidity and like 105 oh, degrees no. outside oh no no i walked no. outside for 30 fucking minutes earlier today and there was sweat dripping into my eyes oh my i'm what's listen. the dew point <laughs> stop it you're a dew point oh, your face is a dew point jesus fuck um i drinking um what is this hibiscus session apple cider whatever the fuck that means from stem ciders i don't know really what this is because somebody just left was on a cider kick and left mad cider in my fridge hibiscus tea fresh pressed apple juice okay sure cheers does it, does it have alcohol in it yeah dude it is okay what is what oh what is it a hard is cider it is. I wasn't clear if it was like a right like it looks like a hard cider because it's in a can. You're right. It kind of. I was trying to determine if it was like a Lacroix adjacent thing or an actual <laughs> no, hard cider. I see why you say that because the can is like very like that sort of like frilly like whatever Lacroix it, ethereal. Kate's things. drinking a sparkling Martinelli's apple juice. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> This is four four point three percent. So listen, adult alcohol is my favorite alcoholic be- or adult apple juice is my favorite alcoholic beverage. So. It's, it's, it's it's a good one, man. It's this, it's this good. good. This is pretty good. I'm also drinking cider. Uh, it is. There's a lot uh, of cider in that fridge, then. Huh? There's, there's a so lot. Much cider. Yes, because it didn't get drunk <laughs> the day of the the, the housewarming. That's it even is, older um, than the housewarming. That agave was- peach wild cider, huh? These are was- fucking wild cider yeah flavors. no so people people been on a cider cake i was gonna say that was if they were in our fridge even before the house warming because i had some friends visiting and they just went hog wild at the alcohol warehouse in boulder so mm. is that <laughs> I mean, where this is from yeah uh, it's a great store it is hazel ha- hazels we love you yeah burb's been there that's true i've been there <laughs> it was great ash, ash got anything i'm drinking water Listen, it's so healthy. 
Stop, it sounds hot as fuck there. Your hydration That's is important. Fucking, fucking hydrate. Keep yourself alive. Mm-hmm. Don't go outside again. Drunk, the idea of being drunk or tipsy or buzzed while it's this hot... <laughs> Did not that's, sound very appealing to me. That's that's fair. That's so real. Okay. Um, I have. I also did not want to leave my house to get beer. Um, it's also hot here. Not nearly as hot as those other places. But like, I left the house already today, and it's just across the street. But I really wanted to stay on the couch, so I am drinking alcohol I already had in my apartment. It is. Um, our favorite Burnside. Uh, shit, what is this shit called? <laughs> Good. <laughs> it's it's uh, Burnside. They make whiskeys in Portland. Oh, okay, okay. I'm having bourbon. Chris is horrified. Um, Listen, I'm happy for you. <laughs> You're making less bourbon in the world for Chris. So. Exactly. <laughs> I'm. Everybody knows I have to drink what's left when everybody else doesn't drink it. So. Oh my God, you would die. Yeah, because there's too much bourbon. Saving, saving the world and the children by drinking all the bourbon. One mm. bourbon at a time. Speaking <laughs> of children, uh, we have a cause for this book, we as usual. Do. It's the same as the last two episodes, because um, it's the same book. That's how it works. <laughs> Big if true. Thanks, Brenda. Hot damn. I'm, I'm here for that fucking hard-hitting journalism just just facts yep go on (laughs) okay so this our cause for this book is the prism foundation prism once again not prison we do not support (laughs) prisons we do not support the prison industrial complex indeed prism like we do support the prism industrial complex yeah we like it's like light and like the fun colors and that like one pink floyd album cover yeah it's like those Uh, crystals that you buy in those stores in boulder uh, yeah, we're pro that one Pink Floyd. Album. <laughs> um, and so the the prism with heavy emphasis on the M at the end uh, is Indeed. dedicated to exploring critical issues that affect the Asian and Pacific Islander uh, LGBTQ. Uh, I got excited. I, I really homophobic. was gonna go make it through. I know I'm I'm a fucking homophobe. Everyone's very <laughs> can't aware even of utter, Can't even utter the the acronym LGBT. Once I get past you know the L, I kind of lose interest. Um, <laughs> uh, so <laughs> it's dedicated to exploring critical issues that affect the Asian and Pacific Islander LGBTQIA plus community uh, and supporting innovative programs and. Uh, individuals seeking solutions to those kind of issues. Uh, they also provide academic scholarships to non-traditional API LGBTQIA+ uh, students and core funding to under-resourced and underrepresented. Nope. <laughs> underrepresented. You're so close. You got this. Oh man. Underrepresented local community organizations and projects. Uh, if you have the means, if you have a few extra spare dollars, obviously do not give them to us. <laughs> you already know why. Don't give them to prison. The bad kind, give them to uh, the prison. I don't think we really have a choice on that one. <laughs> no, it's called taxes. Give them to the, the good folks. Always a choice. <laughs> give them to the good folks at the, the prison foundation who are actually doing some good out there. And pronouncing things correctly, I Mm. assume. Mm. Mm. 
all you had to do again this is a book podcast all you had to do is read off the outline and here we are i don't i'm not good at reading out loud you know, it's okay, because none of us are, are good at reading, period, so... <laughs> okay, that's a lie. You read real fast, actually, but, you know... I was going to say, I'm fine. I'm fine at reading. No! No, 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 no. We had a whole episode about how you're bad at reading. Okay? <laughs> it says on page 200... 200-whatever 200 that you're dumb. <laughs> I had dyslexia, and I'm the only person here who didn't read the book, so... <laughs> so I think you're safe. I'll take the bad at reading title for the rest of us. Listen, I... Th- that's, that's, listen... It's still that's it's I feel like it's still worse that I have like two degrees and like being able to read shit and I still can't even <laughs> like, it's fine. spell. So this is shit's fake. It's fine. It's whatever. Um speaking of shit be fake and weird. Um no, definitely not fine. And not fine. Um so uh I broke I broke this first point down into like excuse me. Nice. Um but, like <laughs> various jedis like or non-jedis were like force users view of the force but i am once again kicking it off with talking about the absolute dream team of knuckleheads uh, that is (laughs) selling geos and lsr man so like here we are um yeah i just i can't even say that these men share one brain cell because they share no brain cells they have none they're worse (laughs) than an orange cat it's true. They don't even have the brain cells sometimes. They just have it never. <laughs> that's that's a startling lack of brain cells. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Especially when they're Jedi. Um so I'm just thinking about so uh, so I did not expect shit to hit the fan quite so soon in this book. We got halfway through the book and it's just like the Nile are attacking, everything is terrible, and then we spend kind of like an hour or so with each of the point of view characters to solve them running around like screaming and having a bad time which like sure fair but also chris 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 has told us before the pod this is all just set up for the last quarter of the book where i assume shit hits the fan even worse so i'm afraid anyway shit bigger fan (laughs) precisely um so we've got Selling out here, trying to be like, I'm a Jedi and I'm all noble, and Jedi only use the Force for defense. And therefore, he gets like clonked in the fucking head by a giant <laughs> lizard because he's an idiot. And he's just like, I don't want to kill this lizard because that would be bad. And then the lizard tries to kill him, and it's just like, really, man, I need you to be practical in that sometimes the best defense is a good offense and then you have elzar all the way on the other end of the spectrum just like using the, the dark side to fling giant rocks at people like show entire ships like a fucking weird boomerang of death and i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like dude and he's like this is fine i'm using the force for good i can use my rage for good that's not how that works my friend and so i mean it did work it worked and also it didn't. <laughs> so it worked and literally everybody on the planet was like, "Oh, it's gonna hurt in the morning." <laughs> like, oh shit, it's gonna something. hurt your force in the morning. Yeah. So that's the spectrum we're working with between absolute unbridled, like emotional manipulation of the force and <laughs> super restrained to the point of having his head all the way up his intestines, like. I do love that, like, Indira kind of sits between them, and her vibe is like, 
you know, like we're not trying to kill, but like I have to do it. Oh no. Right. <laughs> it's like if I have to shoot these people down. I guess I'll do it. Oh it's like God. they're gonna kill someone else. So I and then she's like God, there was one where, you know, uh she like did a barrel roll and like the Nile shot themselves. <laughs> She's like, yes. oh, yay. <laughs> I didn't oh, have to do that one. It's not my fault. <laughs> <laughs> like, which, bless her. We'll talk about Nadir more in a second. Um, the other thing I just want to say is I just desperately need Elzar to stop being so horny. I felt so bad for Ty when they're like, did their, they did their <laughs> little mind, Jedi mind meld. And she was like, I did not need to see that memory. It's <laughs> like, just dude. Straight up, you're bare butt from back in the day like thank you goodbye like i was just like you know i don't want to see that either and now despite the fact that i have no visuals it is in my head and i'm upset i i thought that that was like she saw what had literally happened the night before oh and also it was so fucking funny when um you know, we were we were kind of starting out with him in this section. And he's like, if it weren't for the fact that his pants were literally around his ankles oh when the shit started. <laughs> Impeccable writing. He's like, just, can you, just, can you... just imagine being a Jedi and you're minding your own business and you make a telepathic connection with another Jedi and all their thoughts are just horny, 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 horny. <laughs> over and over and over again. And you're just like, uh, like so... how the fuck are you thinking about your master's thighs? We're just... <laughs> So, so you didn't read, but like his last thought before we actually got into them, like looking at each other's memories was he was kind of thinking, man, I wish my last thought wasn't of Avar, which that's some issues, man. Yes. This also, stranger, you're about to be like, ooh, she's hot. And she's like, I'm gay. <laughs> so I'm in love with the lesbian. I... I was really you. hoping you were going to sing it. Yes, of same. course, <laughs> of course. Also, if you hear furious squeaking in the background, it's because we are Chris and I are babysitting dog of the pod Argos, Argos. and he has He's discovered a big boy. all of Orca squeaky toys. Well, Orca keeps looking at him in absolute awe because Orca can't it, squeak them exactly. So if you don't know, Argos is fifty pounds probably, and Orca is ten pounds. So he's like. You know, literally, like Argos is five orcas. So, and so Orca is tiny and has no jaw force and can't squeak anything. So, Argos is there going like fucking hog wild, just like squeaking these toys. And Orca's looking at him like, How did you do that? That's like, the it's, force. It's incredible. It's um, the jaw force. I was going to do that, and then I decided it was too bad even for me. So, it is go. not too Damn. bad for me. <laughs> Chris, do you have thoughts on the, <laughs> these troubling developments of I mean, <laughs> Elzar just being the, the most disgusting human? <laughs> listen, at least Elzar did the bad thing, and then he was like, oh, that was probably a bad idea. <laughs> like, at least he, like, has the self-awareness and, like, you know, like, I, I talked last week about, or last episode about how, like, he was failed by his entire support system. At least he has enough of a support system to be, like... I'm going to go to Stellan and Avar and ask for help. See, as my dog screams at Rana's dog. Or he's um, trying to start shit he can't finish. It's it's fine. Um, Just like Elzar. <laughs> Actually, I assume that is not true. Um, mm, 
I don't know what's worse. You just said two things. All right. I was also going to go with that and decided it was too bad. Even I for me. am. I, once again, I there is no Star Wars low I will not stoop to. I apparently about you. It's <laughs> what makes you so special. <laughs> they still have me on the podcast. I, I Listen, certified trash. It's fine. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, okay. Jesus fuck. What was I even going to say? Before? <laughs> uh, about, we were talking at about. Least Elzar has a support system that he can. Oh like, no! To. See, see, see. He's like, I'm going to go to them, and it's going to be fine, and they're going to help me out. And I'm just like, dude, they're going to yell at you so hard. They're going to like unfriend you, IRL. Like, it's like yell at you. <laughs> it's you're, you're in so much trouble. Everyone um, else is kind of like horrified when they feel that in the force, and are like, oh. And his his re- re- reaction to doing that himself is pretty much like, well, I'm gonna have to pray on this later. <laughs> I, I was I was I was thinking about you comparing Elzar to Anakin last episode, and I was just like, yeah, this is exactly him just being like, I can use the dark side for good because I, I don't know, I'm a fucking I'm genius. The, I don't. I'm the exception to the rule. Yeah, like I don't. It's, it is fascinating to, for this man to be so fucking down on himself and yet so full of himself at the same time. I'm just like, men. Yes. <laughs> well, and I mean, and Anakin, like, yeah, Anakin's like, I would say he's not even like trying to use the dark side for good. He just like uses the dark side and then combination of that and it being about to come out that he's married to Padme, he's like, well, in for a penny, in for a killing all the younglings, I guess. He's so already like, fucking, like, murdered a whole village. Yeah, this is like, not the first time he's used the fucking dark side. That's true. Yeah, that's and, and he also feels guilty about it, but, like, I feel like... He feels guilty, he? but he doesn't feel that guilty, like, he's you know? Not, he, he's not trying to atone for it. No. Yeah, that's fair. That's He feels bad. He's like he he has his little emo cry about it, and then he's done. Like, because <laughs> Padme's like, "This is fine. We're not going to talk about it." Yeah, but like, I feel like Palpatine very much preys on the fact that he has no outlet to apologize to, and like, and and he could have had Obi Wan if Obi Wan was on planet. Um, Orca. <laughs> Sorry. But Obi-Wan was off planet and then Palpatine was whispering, like basically implying to him that the Jedi would never have accepted him back. And so he's like, well, guess I have no choice but to commit. Whereas Elzar at the very least is like friendship is magic. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Um, Who broke down? He's also riding a dragon. (laughs) That was me. Uh, Chris, but also that's, I didn't realize like that's kind of what those animals were until that, like whoever it was looked over, maybe Indira. It was Indira. And she's like, there's a fucking dragon. And oh my God, of course it's Elzar (laughs) on that goddamn fucking dragon's back. (laughs) And that is big fucking Anakin energy if I've ever seen it. Everybody on the planet being like, Who's why? Why did I even bother asking who's riding the dragon? <laughs> of course, it's Elzar. If Elzar's. Anakin had the opportunity to ride a dragon, he would absolutely be riding a oh, dragon. He'd be sure. on that fucking dragon in a heartbeat. That's Anakin's also, a... you know, funnily enough, that's also big Din Djarin energy. Yes, yeah. that is. I would agree. Yeah, with but that. Din Djarin would have found some way to get beat up five times before <laughs> actually taming the dragon. Oh God, that poor man. He would have I been didn't... eaten by the dragon. Before yeah, Elzar did kind it. of get beat up. It's I, like that did happen. That's true. 
Not by the dragon, though. All right. Anyway, no. I, okay, so the conclusion I've come to is that Anakin is a horse girl, so thanks for that, y'all. <laughs> um, Din Djarin's definitely a horse girl. Din Djarin is a horse oh, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 1,000%. He didn't think he was, and then he met those blurs, and he was like, hell yeah. <laughs> um, fuck me. Uh... I don't know where. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> so let's switch gears and talk about Belle, somebody who is actually competent. Belle is such a, Belle is such a sweet angel cherub baby, and he is the only one that I like right now because he has <laughs> any brain cells and pure intentions, like a good boy. Like I'm. Playing <laughs> Elzar's like hopping on dragons, and Belle is he's saying... hopping on other stuff too, man. <laughs> She's hopping on a lot of things. Uh, and Belle's like actually in a fucking submerged spaceship and like saving so many fucking people and using his dumbass brain cells. Indeed. And like, you know, being witness to those, uh, the chancellor's kid and the mayor's kid being real teenage thirsty for each other. <laughs> uh,. <laughs> He's Belle. just a good bean. He's actually doing something helpful, which exactly. cannot be said for everybody. <laughs> right. And like in his desire to do something helpful, he has a lovely little like, I say sappy, not in a negative way, but he has that like moment where he's just like, where he just decides to like, he has to reconnect to the force. Otherwise he's like, not going to be able to save these people. And he's just like, oh, I'm not alone. The force exists. And I was just like, oh, that's so sweet. Yeah, and I'm just like, using it. <laughs> yeah. he's like, he's like, the only person I feel like at this moment in the book who is using the force with actually like 100% pure intent, which is so him, and also just like kind of again, just an interesting counterpoint, I think, to the two knuckleheads that we just fucking discussed. <laughs> I so we know we're like, as we're like diving more into these characters, what do y'all think sets Bell apart from? Elzar and Stellan that he's able to like connect with the force in this sort of like very like I don't know foundationally like pure sort of way. He's a baby angel. I think his youth has something to do with it for sure. Was, oh, absolutely. He's he's too. not he's been a little disillusioned. Um I think we kind of found that out, you know, when he was in the back to after getting stabbed through the stomach like a by a fucking harpoon. As you um, do normal Tuesday for some people. Um, like, he gets a little disillusioned. He, like, kind of sees it, and he's like, oh, man, I don't know about this. And he's still really sad, but, like, he hasn't gotten to the point in his life that, you know, Elzar and and um, Stellan have. Like, he he's only really seen shit go down, like, somewhat recently. Um, so it hasn't broken him yet. Yeah, and I think it's also that he doesn't have the hubris that mm, Stellan and yeah. Elzar have. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, Stellan, we know, is a pompous piece of shit. Like, even his his peers know it. Like, <laughs> everybody knows it. He he says he says at one point, like, oh, the pure hubris. And I'm like, no shit, you fucking yeah. idiot. And, like, Elzar also is somewhat aware that he has hubris, but only after it's gotten him into trouble. Like, he's big. <laughs> oh, that was probably a bad idea, vibes. <laughs> like... But, like, Belle, like, has the inexperience and, like, that hint of a question of, like, 
not being fully sure of himself that he actually does when required take a moment to think things through and like obviously when he needs to react he reacts and he does that in like keeping the tunnels from imploding and all that shit but like he like actually thinks through plans as opposed to whatever i'll figure it out as i go i'm a jedi you know <laughs> elzar man is definitely fuck it i'll do it live like yep yep he, elzar man we'll, has never not done it live in his we entire will do life. it live absolutely <laughs> Oh my goodness gracious. Um, I also like we ha we haven't like we've only gotten like some of you know Bell's uh relationship with Loden before Loden gets space yoinked kidnapped. Um <laughs> Yoinked in space. As you do. Um but I, I just like I feel like Indira's been also like a really good influence on Bell, just being kind of I feel like, you know, if anybody was going to take over his apprenticeship like she was a really good person to do it because she's also very on the level and while like obviously we're making jokes about her just being like oh the pirates died oh no like <laughs> she like, she she's... recognizes like you know i mean we see her thinking about how that fits in with the force you know you're not supposed to kill people but like it'd be like that sometimes sometimes <laughs> you gotta yeah she has a very she's very practical she's very practical and she's yes. also very accepting of what the force is trying to tell her like she's very much like i am here in this moment because the force placed me here i have the opportunity to save these people because the force placed me here therefore she's... as long as i'm not fucking enjoying myself like it is the will of the force that i fight back against these people which is like as you were saying very practical but also just very like go along to get along in a way that we don't see from a lot of jedi we ironically we see hints of it from yoda throughout his life like in his willingness to get involved in shit and like his willingness to just like accept bad shit that happens with well it, it's happened what are we going to do about it like but obviously yoda then has his own issues with hubris to the extreme. Listen, Yoda's problem is he doesn't want to take responsibility for anything. So, yeah, Indira is very even keeled. Yes. Yes. Like, which I think we also saw in Loden, which I think is mm -hmm. good for uh, Bell's development as a Jedi, you know, because they both have that sense of calm about them, mm -hmm. even when shit's hitting the fan. And I don't know, I guess like Bell obviously losing his master is really bad. Um, he's big sad about it, but like there's some sort of consistency. Um, you know, obviously in that he knows Indira and they've been together for years and but also kind of like the method of how that's gone on. Like mm -hmm. there's not a big change in the personalities of the folks who are supposedly teaching him how to use the force. Yes. Agree. Yeah, and I mean, it helps that he knew Indira, mm -hmm. too, and Indira was close with Loden as well. Like, it's not, it's no accident that, like, the person he is comfortable with is the one who's able to teach him all these lessons. But he's also able to receive them. Like, he doesn't, again, like, he's he not... doesn't have the... Stupid? The, the stuck-in-his-ways <laughs> aspect to him that a lot of the older Jedi do have. It's true. Um, speaking of Indira being practical, but also just like 
you know, very, very willing to go with flow. We have Ty, who we're not sure at this point how or why she left the order, but some shit went down. Indeed, um, <laughs> she does. She does not like the Jedi. Um, and at this point, she's she's using her force powers like not necessarily for completely for good, but she is using them as like this is this is a skill like any other any other skill I have, and it's for survival. And I don't need to get involved in anybody's like space wizard religious doohickey whatever the fuck. She's big Cal Kestis in his hatred of fauna vibes. What the fuck? <laughs> She, she's just like, I'm gonna just use my force powers for whatever I need to on my path. And if that means killing a bunch of fucking animals, then that means killing a bunch of fucking animals. Oh my god. Cow's, cow's the Jedi survivor, man. Yeah. That is correct. The Jedi yes. fallen order, he, man. He is, yes, he is, that the is Je- he is the Jedi survivor. He does a lot of killing of local wildlife. That, I apparently, am familiar with that. Apparently, Big people slugs. take issue. People take issue with this. I take issue with it. What, mm. Counterpoint, it's fun to hit shit with a lightsaber. Yeah. Oh, right? I mean, no, How listen. else are they going to make a video game out of it? <laughs> no, I mean, from a gameplay perspective, it makes perfect sense. From a Jedi perspective, it makes no sense whatsoever. Let me seek out all of this megafauna on these planets no. and completely disrupt the food chain. Listen, don't fucking worry about it, man. <laughs> also, like, I don't know, you weren't that upset about having to cut little animals in half when they were spiders so i was upset i didn't want the spiders to be there at all motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> and you could turn that shit off in in uh not fallen order jedi survivor you can There's i an did it. mode <laughs> there is oh, i, I love that that's becoming a thing now that's i didn't awesome. do it but like i considered it what would what would that be used on even in survivor the big there's um probably the scorpion looking yeah bug. probably the scorpion the fuckers and the centipede okay 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 okay. would be my guess anyway i had a question sorry <laughs> they needed that in fucking fallen order though chris had a bad time on kashik <laughs> it wasn't i've only great. played through the first planet i don't know well i gotta yeah, get back giant, to there's it there's giant spiders don't worry about it's, it it's fine it's cool. fine there's like a lot of giant spiders I just killed a bunch of slugs and stormtroopers. Sure. Yeah. As you do. Um, a lot of slugs. Uh, who wrote this tie has trauma point? <laughs> I did. Yay. So we do learn tangentially a little bit more about Ty, as Indeed. Kate was saying. We do now know, confirmed that she was a Padawan. Um, because there was some question about that. Because Elzar's like, I haven't heard of you. Which is honestly kind of weird. Because... It makes no sense to me that they haven't, that they didn't know each other. I guess maybe Ty is the younger Jedi than The Jedi Order is very big. Yeah, but they're both at from this Coruscant. point in time. They were both trained on Coruscant. Do you think does Elzar look like a motherfucker who would give a god good goddamn about anyone? I will say Elzar is probably significantly older. Like I'm we're... guessing Eldar is probably in his forties. Yeah, but also and Ty is probably in her like early thirties. But like. Does Elzar look like a per- like a depressed person who would pop out of their head for two seconds to look at a fucking Padawan? No, you're no. you're comparing Elzar to Anakin Skywalker, who famously does not get along <laughs> with baby Jedi. Oh my! I swallowed that cider so wrong. So thank you for that. Oh my god! You know what? That's a that's a compelling argument. Um, but Kate, kind of like you were saying about how she uses the Force as a tool, like. 
it needs to be said that she tries to straight up murder Elzar twice. <laughs> Listen, I didn't bring that up because I wasn't mad at her about it, okay? <laughs> I mean, fair. He had it coming at least one of those times. But like, <laughs> it's, it's very much a like, you stabbed me in the chest with a lightsaber. Yeah, it wasn't on. You didn't know it wasn't on. It's fine. Like, Don't worry about it. <laughs> like, you hit but me in the head though. with a giant fucking hammer. Well, it didn't kill you, did it? Because I'm fucking superhuman. But did you die? <laughs> Yo, Tyoric is big, but did you die energy. Um, oh, God. It's so and she good. also definitely has this internal conflict where she, like, she really doesn't want to care and she mostly has beaten it out of herself but occasionally she hasn't like she does still feel some responsibility for a the the fucking teen that she was hitting on on the spaceship her (laughs) employer's daughter also just generally the people of valo because she's like, all right, fine. Maybe I shouldn't have walked away when you were like, let's help people. Also, just the random stranger kids on that planet we first meet her on who are getting attacked by a carnivorous bush. So That's yeah. true, but they pay her. Yeah, but she didn't have to take that contract on. Like she knows that the Dranger are like bad, 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 bad. Well, she did the she did the she rolled her D8s. That's true. She did her little flippy stone things. You know, but she, you know, she could have not done that. Sometimes she doesn't. Usually she does, but. Yeah, she didn't for this Valo job and it worked out badly. I don't know. She got to hit Elzar a lot. I I, I think I'd, I'd take that job to hit Elzar <laughs> a lot. That's true. It worked out fine. She, did, she also got to ride a dragon. That's also That is also true. true. So, you know, you win some, you lose <laughs> Yeah. But there is, there is more to Tyoric. She's been unfortunately... Sure. Uh, not present throughout a lot of the higher public, but she does have her own uh, mini series um, from Dark Horse that we'll read and we'll learn more about her past and why she left. Okay, I'm excited That's for that. Fun. Comics we can read. <laughs> love that. We'd love to see it. Indeed. Um. Then just rapid fire the other Jedi. Uh, yeah. I just want to say Orbelin is literally fucking flubber, <laughs> and I love that for him. Like, he's just flubber in a fucking spacesuit. Fucking. <laughs> librarian flubber. He's librarian he's like... flubber in a fucking spacesuit, fucking boring people to death, literally, by just talking at them <laughs> about fucking various artifacts. And then being like, did you know this thing is made of lead? I'm going to shoot it at you real fast with the force, Kate. Go- goodbye now. It's like, what if you hit me in the head with a staff, but instead of, like, dying, my whole body oozes up and just takes it from it you? Just grabs it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Listen, it's bit, it, it really like it's I'm glad he's on our side vibes. Yeah, that's creepy as fuck. Um, yes, very unsettling. Listen, Lorna D as a Tempest runner is extremely intimidating. And I wasn't sure anyone was going to be able to kill her. But the fact that she got killed by literal fucking flubber is like <laughs> kind of perfect for me. Do like, ain't seen com- nobody. Ain't seen it. Somebody died. Yeah. Uh-huh. Do do we have confirmation she's dead? Because all we heard about was crunching bones. We do not have confirmation she's dead. Well, she's doing it. She's. It's gonna. Know. It's gonna come back. She. I mean, this is barely a spoiler because I think she comes back like literally within the next three chapters. But she's not dead. Okay. She's well, either dead. way, they're not gonna kill her off screen. Crunching bones. Yes. Yeah. He. He. he, I don't he, know threw, when he that was he, my takeaway. But flubber threw her, and she had a big owl. <laughs> She kept going up. She went 
through the roof, and then, and she, then she fell onto and the And then gravity happened, yes. Onto the space concrete. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all that, the dogs uh, are out of control today. And that's not what? Fuck <laughs> oh dogs, pod. Guys! Just dog pod. Shut the fuck up! Oh my god! My dog hasn't barked. Your your imagined dog. Have a dog. Your imaginary dog. I have a very chatty cat, though. It's true. He's cute. Every time I look over, Argos has scooted like a couple inches closer to us. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. He's slender dog. He's such a baby. Um. Also, I uh what? Um. I also just need to just have a moment for Porter Angle being the most metal ass motherfucker (laughs) I have ever encountered. Stellan's like. Oh, Jedi, y'all can hear me now? Who's, like, roll call? And he's just like, fucking buckets of blood! <laughs> Yo, just so we're clear, buckets of blood and Porter Angle are two, two different, different Jedi. Oh, what? Oh, my... <laughs> we met buckets of blood in the comics, Burb. Buckets of blood is a Chagri in, like, Masameta, and Porter Angle is a sentient beard. I thought Porter was Buckets of Blood. No. Oh, they're two different people. Uh-huh. Didn't, oh, he had another nickname, though, right? Porter Angle is the Blade of Bardota. Oh, that's less fun. Yeah. It's oh, like shit. metal, ignore but what, it's not fun. <laughs> ignore what I said, then. Buckets of Blood is Master Buck. Hence the Buckets. Which, like... Oh, I don't I get thought me they wrong. were calling him Buck as, like, a shortening of no. his real name, Buckets of Blood. No. No, his name is Torben Buck, <laughs> a.k.a. And he calls himself Buckets of Blood. Which because is Daniel Jose Older still just makes no sense, is but that's fine. fucking immaculate. Um, I mean, it makes Jedi. no sense because He's Daniel Jose Older literally knew a paramedic who called himself Buckets of Blood. And oh, that is for no that reason. who Torben I do, Buck I do is remember that. <laughs> uh, dedicated to. Which is beautiful. Um, listen, was I glad to see was I glad to see Master Buck show up and make make his make a small cameo? Yes. But also, Porter Engel, sentient beard, fucking, like, surfing on top of a fucking starfighter <laughs> so that he could coordinate a Jedi rescuing motherfuckers. Incredible. Just immaculate. No notes. Just the most metal-ass fucking person. Yoda could never. <laughs> like, that's all. He also wasn't here, so that motherfucker Speaking didn't of show Yoda, up. I do love how Vern shows up. And she's like, I brought some of Yoda's like younglings with us. And so it's like, oh and, thank and God, is Yoda like, here? Yoda's here? And she's like, like oh. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which is perfect from what we know of Vern. Sure, just be- I can just like And what we know of Yoda if we're being I love yes. the idea yeah. of Yoda being like the the badass grandpa of the Jedi Order, where everyone's just like Oh, good. Yoda's here. You can fix everybody's mess. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Yoda's just like my grumpy Italian grandpa whenever we get into trouble and he'd be like, what the fuck do you get yourselves into now? <laughs> get in the yep. car. Get in the car. <laughs> oh my god. Your grandpa and my grandpa would have gotten along. <laughs> oh god bless it. Um, anything else we want to say before we... No, I mean, we're going to talk plenty more. I'm scared. After the next one. This is a little bit of a shorter one, but that's fine. I'm fucking scared. <laughs> the fuck is gonna about, about to go down. It's fine. You know it's about to go down. I do. Yourself. I do. I purposefully spoiled myself because I am afraid. <laughs> this is how I can... This is this is, this is is one of my things for controlling my anxiety. I just need to look up... I just need to know what happens so I don't have to be just, like... 
Just read the summary on Wikipedia before watching the thing. I watched the summary on... I read the summary for this on Wikipedia. Thank you very much. But (laughs) I was doing a metaphor? Simile? No, I I, I was there. And also... And also... And And she thought it sucked. (laughs) Yeah, that part was clear. That part was fucking clear. Okay, wow. All right, just a... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right, we're done. Take all right, before, we're done. We're done. Before before Kate makes anybody cry. What the fuck? <laughs> I wasn't gonna cry, but okay. That's Jesus. rude to your wife. Right. Orca Orca will cry enough for all of us. No, um, no. Thank you all for joining us. Next episode, we're gonna be finishing up the Rising Storm, chapter fifty through to the end, the last quarter or so of the book. Um, first and foremost, if you have any funds to donate, give them to the Prism Foundation. Uh, then if you want to support us and make bad decisions with your investments, you can always give to the Tosh Station Radio Patreon uh, or give us coffee at uh, ko-f... You think I would know how to spell it by now. ko-fi.com slash bookwarspod. Um, on Patreon in particular, $1 tier gets you access to the Slack. $2 gets you access to streaming, which it's July. We should stream. We will. That's- I've... I have, I have plans for punching you in the back of the head during Halo, so... Yeah, it's true. <laughs> it's true. I'm also fully back on my Elden Ring bullshit, so... That's true. That interests people. That's true. He got God killed, help us all. He got killed by some jars today. It was really good. Classic. Tweet, tweet at the pod and tell us what you want to watch Kate and Chris do. Yeah. Um, And... We always, like, list the pets, and I, like, am running out of ways to work it in. But just, like, you know, do it for Argos, Jasper, Orca, Tony, Wedge, and Tifa, you know? Uh, our theme song is Whiz Bang by Poddington Bear perfect timing with that Our logo. it was literally stuck like in a circle Oh no! I I clicked it like two minutes ago and it was like absolutely not no it's not the time fuck you (laughs) I will come on when I'm ready listen the fucking outro legendarily hates us so listen the outro brings the same energy to this pod that the rest of us do for being honest uh anyway our logo and artwork are by Joby Terror Design and our audio and production are done by Ashton at Ash Jeffies on Twitter thank you all so much for listening for all of us here at Book Wars Pod we'll talk to you next time